We gon' get this loving like you never done it. <laughs> All right, welcome to the point is I am your favorite girl and your favorite host, Ashley. And we here. We are here in Lover's Land. This is where we get to the nitty-gritty. We get to the root. We get to the underlying thing. We get to the point. So as much as I rant about these ancient niggas, I too was once a part of Lover's Land at one point. And for some of you listening, some of you who are close to me, that just seems so unbelievable but um yeah i'm just too mean to these men um the bar just keeps getting set higher and higher and it's just like i just really just don't give a fuck no more the empathy level has lowered um and that's just that on that um, I just can't take my foot off these niggas' neck. Like, these niggas need to do better, be better. And not just for me, but, like, for themselves. It's almost kind of like they just don't want to. But it is what it is. So we are moving on. Um, today, I wanted to expound on love languages and the, import- the importance, excuse me, of knowing your significant other's love language. Um, I recently actually discovered, sorry, I'm like low key doing something else right now, but I recently discovered love languages because I just wanted to get a better understanding of, I mean, it's not like necessarily going to tell me what I need, but it's just like, I just wanted to get a better understanding of like what speaks to me as it pertains to love. So I would definitely recommend um, actually looking up the different types of love languages. There are five different types of love languages. Um, One of them being words of affirmation. I actually learned that that is definitely my love language to the T. As much as I say, y'all shouldn't care about how nobody feel and what nobody thinks, but I feel like that little tidbit is all I need honestly I don't need I think one of them is like physical touch or like time I that definitely time would have to come second but like words of affirmation like go a long way so um examples of that is just like oh I love your hair oh I like this oh I like that that definitely adds fuel to my love um it opens it up And so um, there's the second love language would be acts of service. So actions speak louder than words. There are some people that really, really feel like words of affirmation just doesn't do it for them. They actually really need action in order to feel loved. Um, You cooking, you picking up the laundry, like those things that take some sort of thought and effort is a love language. Um, Another love language isn't necessarily materialistic, but it is receiving gifts more so on the thoughtful side. Some more meaningful, thoughtful gifts, gifts that show that you are actually listening to what it is that they were saying 
and that is some people's love languages the fourth one would be quality time yeah that's the one that i was briefly speaking on earlier quality time it doesn't matter what y'all do doesn't matter where y'all at that person just needs to be in your presence at all times basically and the fifth one is physical touch which for some people that is their primary love language that is not mine um doesn't necessarily have to be over the top PDA, but it's definitely PDA is definitely in the room. It's in the mist. I would have to say like for me, as far as like ranking physical touch is like at the bottom. Like I don't want to be all up on you and I don't want you to be all up on me. But part of that, because I'm learning myself, part of that is because I have been alone for so long. So that's like a big, like personal space is just a big, this is a big part of my DNA right now. Um, That is, that does not mean that it's not subject to change. Hopefully I get better at that, but like, mm -mm. my idea of physical touch is like the most cutesy thing would just be like holding hands. Cause I just don't, mm -mm. I'm not a PDA kind of girl. Like don't be, I'm very awkward. Um, so yeah, so those are the top five love languages. Again, let me go ahead and repeat them. Number one would be words of affirmation, two acts of service, three receiving gifts, four quality time and five physical touch. I commend or I would recommend you all to take the love language test. You could just find it through Google and figure out what it is that you are. If it resonates with you, then beautiful. If it doesn't, then read through the description of the different love languages. I'm sure you will find something that is you. Okay, so again, as my my mini disclaimers of my papers, but if you are new to the point is I do try to type out my segments. And so you hear ruffles of papers and that's just that. Um, So moving on to the next segment, which is my favorite segment, which is called Be Direct With It. So Be Direct With It is when I pose a question on my Instagram, y'all respond through the DMs, and then I respond to your response. So my question to you all was, um, what is something that you absolutely adore about your partner? What is something that you can't stand about your partner? So let's get this phone out. Let's get all up into what y'all said, okay? I just want to dare my nails. And so to answer the first question, what do you love about your significant other? And this individual said her unique personality. Beautiful. I don't, they didn't elaborate, but I'm just going to say that that is a beautiful thing because that will be forever lasting. Um, so the other side of that the thing that they can't stand about their partner is that she is the most hard-headed person and hmm, I don't know how you people do it with hard-headed people because I can't be with somebody that is like I mean you can have a certain level of stubbornness I think everyone should have a certain level of that so that like you don't back down on certain things but what I've learned with stubborn people is like it is very very hard to get them to change their minds so more power to you on that that on that um 
the next person who responded to the first question, they said that they really enjoyed their partner's ability to make anyone and everyone laugh, which I thought was so super cute. Um, I actually feel like when you are with somebody that makes you laugh, it's like it just makes it easier. You could just be in a crappy situation and they just make you laugh and you pretty much forget about everything else that was just in between. Um they said what was the counter of that was that he is a terrible texter no he has terrible texting etiquette and grammar I don't care so much about grammar but like etiquette I need that I need that I just feel like uh -uh. I should just never be feeling ignored I should never feel ignored period um if you busy let me know ridiculous 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 um, I did have one more, one more that I wanted to share. Hold on, I'm on, I'm on my phone, so I'm trying to figure it out. Um, so someone else put something that they really love that their boyfriend is patient and he is an active listener. That is one of the things that I'm actually trying to manifest in a partner is active listening. Um, I just want to like break down active listening again, acting active listening is just basically you listening to understand and then you respond instead of you listening to respond and then creating this combative type of situation and so to counter out that they said the main thing that they didn't like about their partner is that they are gassy which girl I don't know how you with somebody that be having gas like that but there are people in this world that have gastric you know um problems what is it acid reflex problems so I mean there's definitely medications that they can take in order to help that there's definitely things that they shouldn't be eating that can help that they probably lactose intolerant so but a lot of lactose intolerant folks really love cheese so I don't know what you're gonna do about that but you know nevertheless if the good outweigh the bad then just stay with it that's that on that so moving on to the we in this together segment so we in this together segment is just perfectly it's a perfectly crafted segment to me because I can either let someone know that they are wrong in this space in this time or I can just simply show my gratitude towards someone and just let them know that we are in this together. I mean, either way, we in this together because I'm not a yes man. So if I tell you something, it is what it is. I nine times out of 10 thought about it before I said it. So there's that. So I'm going to get I'm going to share a little story. I'm going to share a little story about one of my coworkers and you ever have one of those co-workers that's just a little too revealing about their personal life and their personal business? So, I mean, I was like, oh, yeah, why not use this in my podcast episode? So here we are with the story. So she going to remain anonymous, but I'm just going to share y'all a little bit of her her little story. So, um, so this woman is in her second marriage, OK, to a man whom she doesn't have kids with. However, they both have had kids of their own separate from each other and then they got together and created this blended family so anywho they found themselves in an argument as of recently in this argument and in this argument excuse me her partner basically hit what she felt okay from what she was telling me that he basically hit below the belt okay so he hit below the belt see this is when my accent come out so he hit below the belt 
um, when she was trying to leave the room. So he basically, so it's basically she, now that I got a little bit more clarity, because I had wrote this a while back, now that I got a little more clarity, um, I don't like how I'm saying that word. Um, she was basically saying like, she threatened to leave, like leave period, like leave the house. And was like, I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna leave, I'm gonna leave, mm-hmm. I'm gonna leave. And so he was basically like, oh, you gonna leave, huh? Like, where you gonna go? Where you finna go? And so the reason why she felt like that is a trigger for her is because she feels like she is in a position or has been in a position in the past where she can't necessarily leave with ease or if he decides to go, she doesn't necessarily have a place to go for herself. And so they then cool off and he apologizes and everything like that. So, you know, there's that. So now here comes my opinion. So in my opinion which is something that I need to work on is I'm a leaver because leaver as in like I leave situations because this is the main reason why I feel like I leave situations. I leave situations and heated arguments where they act, especially, especially in a romantic sense. Like if I'm romantically involved with somebody because I never, never, ever, ever want to say something or do something that I know I'm going to regret because if I get angry enough, I'm going to go off. I'm going to go off. I'm going to go off because I try so hard not to go off. And I just kind of let a lot of things not get to me that when you're in a romantic setting, they know your triggers better than anybody else. So it's very hard for me to just kind of like not internalize that and just like be calm, collected, and just like move on. So I'm definitely the type of person that has to like leave. Like if you really, really make me mad, I have to leave, like leave the house. So I definitely identify with that emotion. But that's also not necessarily healthy. And you know, that's something that needs to be worked on on my part, you know, but I just feel like taking a minute to regroup and then coming back is beneficial. It's just, I just can't be leaving the house. Okay. Because I could easily get into a car accident. I could easily, you know, fall into these different types of situations. So, you know, me going to the North wing of the house versus me going all the way to the store is safer and just better overall. I don't know if it's really better overall, honestly, because I just would just be sitting there just think about it. But I, that's something that I need to work on as far as communication. That's just me and my personal opinion. Um, but as far as his statement goes, and that's why I feel like people need to have a moment to regroup, because as far as that statement goes, you knew for a fact that that was going to be a trigger for her, period, point blank. So for you to say that out your mouth and then for you to apologize and be like, yeah, I know that was wrong. It's like, that's how you really feel. That's how you really felt. You meant it wholeheartedly. And and again, this is why I don't like to just say stuff out of my mouth out the fly because I hold people to that same standard when they just say stuff because that's how they feel and the emotions are just awry and all this other stuff. That's why I feel like it's so important to regroup because... It's hard for me to forgive people that just be saying stuff because I feel like that's how you felt. That's how you've been feeling. That's how you always going to feel. So 
especially if it's going to be a trigger for me and you know it's going to hurt me, why are you feeling like that? Like, that's definitely a conversation that needs to be had. And so that concludes the We In This Together segment. I just wanted to share that with somebody. Maybe somebody do the same thing. Maybe somebody, you know, they be arguing with their mans and stuff like that be popping off. But yeah, so, I mean, she wanted to tell me her business, so I'm going to tell her where her business too. And so, uh, <laughs> so we get to the point, we get to the underlying thing. So the point of it all, point of this whole thing, this whole segment is I encourage everyone to work harder in understanding their partner and their plight and really truly get to know like how they were raised um do they come from a two-parent home do they come from a one-parent home and like just how their mind is shaped I feel like too many times we get so caught up in the physical excuse me let me get some water but there's a lot of folks that look good but they be really having some demons on them and so that is a you know a good indicator of whether or not you can handle this um, you have your own demons, you have your own things, and it's definitely selfish for them to try to put that on you, but you just got to make sure that you can really handle this because if you can't get out earlier than later, you anything that is a potential red flag in the beginning is going to be the reason why you leave in the end. <laughs> and that came out of my own mouth. Um, yeah, so I spoke on working on your mental roadblocks. And most importantly, y'all, enjoy your significant other. Um, learn all of what you can. Um, anything can happen. As well as, like, y'all might just break up. But you never want to just feel like, you know, this is the end and I just hate everything. I just hate my life because we're not together no more. Just think about all the lessons that you learned in that relationship. Taking everything that you learned from that person. Taking everything that you learned about yourself when you are put in certain situations and move on. So that is all I have for the show me love segment. And yeah, welcome to Lover's Land. We in Lover's Land all week long. And... If you getting some, get some more for me. And yeah, happy Valentine's Day week. It's not, this is, this episode is not going to be posted on Valentine's Day. I'm very quite sure of it. But yeah, y'all have a wonderful lover's week. <laughs>